What's up? How are you guys doing today? It's March 19th. If you're listening on the podcast app, we are recording the night before. So really, it's March 18th. It's John Boy and Jake Radio, a little nighttime session, because I've got to go to the DMV tomorrow. And if you're going to the DMV, you're getting there as early as possible so you can get out of there as early as possible. That was a gaslight anthem. Whoa! It's Woe Week, Jake. Woe Week. I like that song. I'm a big gaslight anthem fan. You're a big gaslight guy. Um, I'm gaslight's one of those bands that you and some of our other friends like a lot. That I could probably sing a couple gaslighters, but like I didn't know that was gaslight anthem. Yeah, not, not it's not it's off their. Uh, not off their like most popular album, but a good song sure. nonetheless. That was on a lot of that song was on a lot of commercials for sporting events. Like I think the MLB on TNT, like for commercial breaks, they were just whoa, whoa, perfect song for commercial in and out of commercials. Nice, just gets the energy going. Everyone's excited. Gaslight Anthem. You know who really likes Gaslight Anthem? Jack Curry. Jack Curry. Yeah, you didn't let talk- me guess. I didn't let you. I didn't give you any time. And I had it. I had the right answer. Yeah, that's a that's a so, uh, that's a Mitch Hedberg joke. So. Yeah, he's like, a... you didn't give me any time, man. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, we're talking yeah. to Jack Curry tomorrow. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe he'll he'll call in and we'll just play that song. Ooh, nah, turn it on him a little bit. He'd probably be like, "Come on, guys, I'm busy." Guys, <laughs> cut cut the shit. Let's just talk some Yanks real quick and then let me leave. No, he likes tunes. He likes tunes. He does like tunes. He does like tunes. There was a gif of Didi last year where he said, whoa, mm. playing baseball. And now I really want to go. It's it's not it's not uh, topical anymore. But when that gif happened, I should have tuned it up with a bunch of whoa songs. Maybe if someone says, whoa, clearly in this now you season. Know. Now I know I have that planned. Got one in the chamber. Put a song underneath it so it sound, looks like they're singing. That'd be good. That would be good, Jim. People would be like, hey, that was, that was something. Good job. Oh, well, all right. How are you? Tell, tell the people how you're doing. I'm not doing good. I'm, I'm doing, this is, this is all fake energy. I hope that you can't tell. You're just like, whoa, it is? Wow. I'm dying. I'm uh Katie was just in here like, are you okay? And I was like, no. I'm coming out the back end of, like, I don't know, seven days in a row of 15-hour days, and I'm dying. Uh, my eyes hurt, and that's about, that's about it. I'm not doing good right now, but let's, get, let's do this. I, I did start having some fun putting down the story, so I'm excited to record this. But when this ends, Dunzo. Dunzo, Dunzo. Washington. Yeah. You could start getting excited for the DMV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping the DMV... I have to get a New Jersey license. I'm hoping that it goes quick. First New Jersey license? Yeah. First ever. Because I, I moved away when I was eight. I don't think I ever had an ID or anything from New Jersey. I'm excited for you. What are you oh. going to list your height and weight at? Five, seven... Ah shit! This sucks. The weights. 
it's gonna be the first time. I wonder if I have my wallet on me. I wonder what my weight is listed at on my wallet. My mom always tells me, like, why don't you just put your height as five eight? Bump it up one inch. And I'm like, I don't care. Give yourself the bump. I think you you have you've earned it. No, I don't care. I'm not I don't care about how short I am. Uh what does the weight say? Well, your mother and I are worried. <laughs> uh, my weight on my California says one ninety. Okay, you could let that ride if you want. Yeah, I'll let that ride. I haven't stepped on a scale in a while. Might be bad in a couple years, though. Yeah. <laughs> you get pulled over four years from now, they're like, 190, you look like you're four bills. <laughs> Dude, the address on my California license, I I couldn't tell you it. I could read it right now and look away. It was an apartment I lived at for eight months. Isn't that nuts? And the I, license system is broken. It's so stupid. Uh, I'm, I, I don't have anything to tie me to the house I'm at now. I have a gas bill, but I just put it in my name, and all I did was I called up the gas, and I was like, can you put this in my name? And they are like, okay. I could have put it in Zimmer's name, and now Zimmer right. can get a license. Like, there's no <laughs> – all the safety precautions are broken. Anyway. I, I, still, I still have a Connecticut license. I lived in Texas for two years, and I lived in Colorado for like two and a half. My sister, Courtney, had a New York license. She's never lived in the state of New York ever. They need to incentivize it. Instead of making it like 100 bucks or however much like getting a license is, they should make it like a perk. To get a license? Yeah. I think it is a perk because you get the drive. No, but I'm saying they should incentivize it. Like you should be proud to be living where you're living. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 yeah. A lot of people move every year. So it, it's like, you're really going to change your life? Since this address, that's, oh, I was just going to flash my license to the screen. Why do we still have to go to the DMV for this? <laughs> I don't know. Since hey, what's this, the deal with the DMV? Okay. All right, let me tell you how many houses I've lived in since this address. That okay. this, I, I got this in, does it say the date issued? 2015, January 28th, 2015. Since then, I lived in Lillian, Brad's house, Katie's house, my mom's house here in New Jersey, and now here. So where there's four houses in between where I am now and what's on this license that I lived for eight months. I always wondered what worried when I went into bars, like if they asked me what license, I'd be like, I don't know, Carmel, Carmel Drive. That's all I knew. That's why you dye your hair gray. Yeah. Yeah, no gray hairs. Look at the picture here. Yeah, you were just getting out of hot gym there. No gray hairs there. I was, uh, what, 25 years old? Fuck, that feels like yesterday when I moved to California. That's how life is going to be for the rest of our lives, Jim. God damn, that sucks. Yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully I get a new license tomorrow. And my hair's a mess right now. I thought about oh, this. No. Like, I'm going to have to look at my license picture forever. Ooh. My, my hair's a straight mess. It's so yeah, long. Yeah, you can't go down. I think you got to go old school Jimmy Jimmy Neutron. I think I'm going to go down and pointed. I mean, I would like that personally, but. This is what my, this is how my hair is. No one can see because it's a podcast, but this is, it's down and pointed like a giant widow's peak all the way down to my unibrow. This is how my hair is on my hockey picture from senior year. I mean, hockey picture senior year? Yes. 
license until you're what 35 not as good probably licenses only last five years i have no idea i don't know any of the rules yeah well i'm going with katie i wonder if she's gonna doll herself up for uh, her license probably can i wear a denim hat i feel like license picks are hats off right yeah probably i'm so against licenses (laughs) <laughs> Sean Corby just wrote in the chat, I don't even know where I live. <laughs> yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy uh, stuff. Anyway, how's your day been? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm uh I mean, I'm I'm pretty stoked um that we're I mean, I'm dodging a Tuesday bullet. I'm I'm gonna put put this one in Tuesday's face. Oh wow, you drinking a beer? Cracking a beer in Tuesday's face right now. Oh wow! Because we're we're not waking up. I got to wake up early to do this. Normally, I might try to sleep. Um, we'll see. Uh, today, uh, it was okay. We got some Yankee news coming up, which always gets us excited. Um, I went to go work out, but I was still tired from the weekend. I think I said on this morning show I was still like oddly tired. And then, like, I started thinking about Yankee stuff. I got got that first blog out there today on the website. So I was, I was thinking about that, and then it was just I spiraled. I made a nice dinner, some some steak tips and rice. You had a great day. Want to know what I had for dinner? What'd you have? The like leftover bag of Little Chips Ahoy cookies. That, oh, that's a good dinner. I feel like trash now. That Luke. I think left, I'd rather take that. Luke left here. No, I like good dinners, but. I was working this morning, and so Kate, we have one, we share a car. So Katie drove, I was like, just drive to work. I don't need it. And then when I wanted to, uh, when I wanted to go buy myself food, there's no car. It's still yeah. surprisingly too cold out to like go live a life outside, like, walk right. somewhere and buy food. And I was like, I'm eating crumbs, just <laughs> eating crumbs. We're, we're a pretty much, if we don't get there on Sunday or Monday, our house is going to be in a rough state food wise. Yeah, when I had time, I would go. I would like to go buy a meal and cook it that night. All those damn Louis Sessa articles you've been writing. It's a good article, man. I'm excited. Someone someone responded on Twitter and said, "This is a good article." I said, "Thanks, man." Huge. It took me like an hour. Yeah, you put some time into it. I mean, I had to go watch every Louis Sessa pitch from spring, and then two of the games weren't on TV, so I had to listen. To the radio and, and chart the pitches myself. Came away with a good stat. 30 hitters. He got the first pitch strike. If he if he gets the first pitch strike on you, you're done. He's only one person has gotten a hit, and it was Brandon Drury in spring training. In Yankee four star. in four games. <laughs> we'll get more into that. All right. Well, official ranking of my day. This sure. is tough. Because I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of a bad spot of it right now, right? But you know what? It, I am going. It's it's uh, it's a four nine. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a four nine. Wow, with a Tuesday DMV trip coming up. Yeah, I mean Jesus. that's looming. Peas and peas, dude. <laughs> Shit. What's yours? Fuck. Um, 
honestly, right now, it's like a 5-8, but I think after this is going to be the good like I'm gonna, that's gonna be my come down. I'll, but you know what? I say that I'm gonna get into the weeds on Twitter with someone about Gio Gonzalez, um, and I, Tuesday's lurking, so I'm I'm cautious. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna land at a six for today. Just your average, regular, everyday, normal guy. Nothing special about me, motherfucker. Well, after this, I have to edit this, and then I have to edit another podcast. So I still got work to do. Ooh, child. Things are gonna get easier. The Yankees are signing Gio Gonzalez to a minor league contract. If he makes the team by April 20th, he gets $3 million. The Knicks are currently losing to the Raptors by 32 points. I wrote this update about 15 minutes ago, so it's probably different. And the UConn Women are the number two seed. Why are the why are the Yukon number two seed, Jake? Hey, what was that voice? What voice? Oh. Um Knicks only lost by thirty six. Oh, okay, so it got worse afterwards. Um at Toronto. So that's uh that's pretty bad. I actually i i I was gonna tune in for a little bit, but by the time I was ready to buckle up, the game was already dead, and everyone I trust on the Knicks said that there was. <laughs> I think the tweet from my my buddy Tom Piccolo that I do talk in Knicks with was, "There's absolutely nothing you can get from watching this game." <laughs> so that was that was my hint not to watch it. Um, yo, so the UConn women are on. They're a two seed in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2006. Um, and honestly, in my heart of hearts, I think they did it just to be a talking point. Um, because in your one, heart of hearts. In my heart of hearts. Yeah, well, okay, what are the one seeds? So the one seeds are, uh, we have Baylor, who beat UConn. Baylor yeah. should be a one seed. We're fine with that. We are fine with that. Um, so here's the controversial one, Jim, or no, I'll, I'll go about it differently. So Notre Dame is a one seed. They lost to UConn this year, but they just dominated Louisville in the ACC final and Louisville beat UConn and Louisville is the one seed in UConn's bracket. So there is a little menage a trois there. Mississippi State is the team that I haven't mentioned. They they haven't played UConn. But basically it came down to you you could have had Louisville or UConn be the one seed. And it it would have been vice versa, so it doesn't matter too too much. Um but because Louisville beat them this year, they put Louisville even though I think Louisville in last week's standings were ranked like 5th. And they ended up losing in their conference finals. So All right, I don't well, know. That's talk, a little little women's basketball update for everyone. Do you think that this is gonna it's gonna make or break UConn? Either they rally around this and they win bigger than any two seeds ever won. Just put the whole entire bracket in their back pocket and smash it around, or 
they crumble just completely. They don't think we're good, and they die, and they lose to the 15 seed nope. by 20 to 120 points. You are right in the fact that the the middle area is like they don't make the final four or they do win it all convincingly because they'll go down as they lost two games this year, which if you're not a women's UConn fan, uh, join the team. But um, that's <laughs> two more than they have in an average season. No, that's a little dramatic. But um, no, they're either, you're right. They're either going to rally, win it all, and be like, yeah, you know, we we didn't have the best regular season, but this is UConn basketball, or they're going to be like one of the the black sheep of the family. Nice. Uh, Yankees signed Gio Gonzalez and makes a lot of sense. As soon as yes. Severino got hurt, I tweeted and said, go sign Gio. What are all the questions that people that don't follow the Yankees every day would have that listen to this show? One question they might have is why? Well, because Severino and CeCe Sabathia are both hurt. Right. And all the internal options are not proven. Another question they might have is why not Dallas Keuchel? That's a, even yeah, some Yankee fans can't grasp this one. Right. Dallas Keuchel uh, was offered a qualifying offer from the Houston Astros. He turned that down, which means anyone that signs Dallas Keuchel now has to give the Houston Astros a draft pick. Right. That's one aspect. Dallas Keiko is also asking for like five years, $100 million. It's probably come down from that, but that yeah. was his starting point. So he's not really a stopgap like Geo on a minimum three mil deal. Yeah. Any other questions they'd ask that we can try and. Well, I, I just think it's interesting. And I know you and I normally don't talk a ton of Yanks because we have a podcast that's literally titled that. Um, I just just shot out of a cannon, and this will be a little treat for the our talking Yanks listeners that do listen to JJR. I mean, do you think Geo is on the team opening day? Do you think he's on the team at the after the first week? Do you think he's never on the Yankees team? Like just what? Oh, he's what always think? on the team. He's on the team, but not opening day. He's probably gonna have to make some minor league starts. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's. I mean, we're we, we're a week out. I read he he was up to eighty eight games in a sim start at 88 Boris pitches. eighty pitches at a sim start at Boris's camp, but that's not the same thing, right. the real deal at all. So I think the the contingency plan is that April twentieth. If the Yankees haven't called him up by April twentieth, then he can move move on and opt out. But I think they're definitely going to call him up. I think that. They'll have him start one, three, two to four minor I'm saying, starts. Uh, yeah, I, in my head, it's two rehab starts. Maybe they do the CC suspension to I start think they're that doing, first week, and then they bring him up. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be up. And then from yeah. there, I mean, they could try the six, six starters, which we've been saying that they should with the, the rotation they have. So we'll see. And uh, I, I, you and I are pretty glass half full, especially when it comes to Brian Cashman. But hey, man, you you're right. We did talk about the six starters a lot. And what if, what if Gio Gonzalez just puts together a good season for three million dollars? Um, when we were talking about Keuchel or Kikuchi or Corbin or all these guys who got big money, um, 
There's a chance it's a cash god move. There's a chance we never talk about it again. Yeah. It could be like when they signed Adam Lind to a minor league mm. contract last year. It'll be different than that. This is much different. Still got big goals for Adam Lind. Well, come on. All right, let's move on. Just personally, in his personal Person. life. Yeah. Raise a good family, be a good husband. Be the best man you can be, Adam Lind. Baseball starts tomorrow across the big pond in Japan. Ichiro, there was a bunch of vids of him today thrown from right field because he's 45 and he's still amazing. It's kind of awesome. Blake Bortles, Portals with Bortles, reaches a deal with the Rams to back up golf. AWLs everywhere. Rejoice. Dirk Nowitzki, Jimmy's favorite German basketball player, moves to sixth all-time, passing Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Clayton Kershaw won't be ready for opening day. I'm starting to think teams don't even really care about opening day anymore. And Vontez Perfect, ya boy, cut by Los Bengals after seven seasons with the team. Hey, do you think that you would know the difference between the tri-state music and the national music out of context if I just played one and said which one was that? So that's interesting you said that because you started playing it and I ran through my head. I was like, have we even really opened up? And then I was like, oh, Geo, yeah. Okay, this is the national news music. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Mine has a better ending. Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you like here, Jim? You like baseball. That Ichiro Suzuki throw is awesome. I don't know who the third baseman is for Seattle, but the way he catches the ball and just drops his head in awe, it's like, dude, really? At No, it's funny, Jim. At first, I wasn't... How do I want to say this? Enamored, fr- in love. Excited. At first, I wasn't enamored. Like I clicked it, and I was like, "Okay, here we go. They're gonna be, they're gonna be. MLB is gonna be blowing up Ichiro all weekend, which is fine, and I get it." Um, and then I saw the throw, and I was like, "Okay, that's a good throw." But I was like, "Ah, Ichiro, you know, he can do that." And then I was like, yeah, "He's forty-five. I've been seeing him do that since two thousand and one, and that was already into the start of his professional career. Like, the guy's nuts, man." Yeah, he looks older. They're showing him the outfield, and I was like, oh, yeah, he looks old. But the throw was awesome. And that's kind of – I guess that's the one of the other parts that has come around for me is that for people that play sports and can do it into an older age, I mean, normally it's the opposite of what Ichiro's skills are. It's normally, like, power or size. And Ichiro is this, like, slender kind of tiny dude – and he just kills it. So he's a big stretcher. I'm the only thing I'm mad about is that him playing these games delays him getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I I still want him. So if anyone doesn't know, Ichiro when he retired last year put in his contract, "Hey, you guys are playing your first series next season in Japan. I want to unretire and be on the team for that series." And they were like, "Okay." So he is on the 25-man roster Yes, Wednesday playing in an MLB game in Japan because they opened the season in Japan. There is nothing that says 
He's only on the roster for these three games. If he goes six for eight with two doubles, like if he goes off, now I still think that he might say, no, I'm riding into the sunset here in Japan. But he could be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to let's ride this hot streak out and just come back to America and play. If you're Ichiro, you got to milk it hard. Did you like, see that to- throw? The runner wasn't even running. He threw that to third. He's milking it already, man. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, roster-wise and through the year, I'm saying, like, I don't know, if you get a couple hits, maybe bring it back for the next series. You know, they go on a big road trip, just be like, nah, what? Like, call, call, call a kid up. I'll go on a 10-day ten, ten IL. I think there might be something to he wants to end his career in Japan where he started and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. Beautiful, like uh, Blake Bortles being a yeah. backup. A lot of bees there. A lot of bees. Killer bees. Blake Bortles backup. Yeah, I, I, I know you're um Beautiful. You're you're pretty tuned tuned out from part of my take these days, but Goff and Bortles are like their guys. They both were on the show and they oh, both Oh yeah, yeah, time. they're so there, I mean it's it's actually probably gonna be a lot of fun that two podcasters and this is ties into our goals and life and stuff, like Two podcasters are going to be a serious factor in the L.A. Rams quarterback room. <laughs> That's funny. They're <laughs> yes. probably getting part of my take. Probably get invited to be in the quarterback room meeting at one point. Yes, and Jewish. they're like they're friendly with McVeighish, so like yes, That's they're cool. involved with the Rams now. <laughs> Blake Bortles' uh, book club or Wikipedia club still was really good. Yeah, you didn't listen to the early days when when no. they did snow. And Blake Bortles talks about the first time he ever saw snow and he didn't realize it was wet. <laughs> it's pretty good. Because he's from Florida. He just, like, had never, he'd never been around snow until he was an adult. Bortles isn't shy to have, have dumb, like dumb a, thoughts. Yeah. 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 He'll share his dumb thoughts. That's, uh, I know the first time he kind of went viral with some of our buddies was they, they did like, or it, was, it wasn't even the part of my take, guys, but I think it was Barstool. And they were, to tour around his house yeah and she was like oh so if you weren't playing football blake what would you do and you know normally guys go into these speeches and they're helping out people and he's like i'd probably be you know doing construction just ripping through cigs (laughs) it's like all right cool back to you in the booth jim he was like 22 when he did that interview too (laughs) it's pretty good doing construction ripping cigs ben affleck and goodwill hunting (laughs) so hopefully how about this hopefully part of my take does good stuff and then we can be that for the Yankees next year. Yeah, but they're all buttoned up. Well, time time to unbutton that dress, Mrs. Cashman. Voight's un, unbuttoning it. And, Luke and, and Nevin, who follows me on Twitter. Perfect. Cut by the Bengals. A lot of bees. Blake Bortles, backup. Baseball starts. Perfect. Bengals. Killer bees, man. Um, yeah. Ber- perfect. Perfect boy, bye. Okay. <laughs> just, let's just go to halftime. You didn't like that? No. I was I mean, continuing the B thing, man. I liked it. I just that thought. That was for you. It was you so. Blew, you, you didn't love it. You wouldn't no, just blow no, no, the no, whistle no, no, if you no, no, loved no. it. It's, it's, like, it's like when you end BP, you have to end on a good one. That didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the good one. Got to get out. As the person swinging the bat, <laughs> technically, in that BP <laughs> comparison, that wasn't a good swing. Uh, 
Zimmer is finally sleeping. Threw that's up good. like five times today. He's, he's been all jittery all day. Like, I mean, that's on. not as good. Luke found this computer chair on the side of the road in Lavalette. Sure. And he was, and he he's going to be in here all summer with me, and I don't have a computer chair. Right. So I was like, yeah, bring it in. There's something off about it. You sit down, and you like, it feels like you're going to just completely tilt backwards and die. Okay. But it catches you, and you're sturdy, just kind of like in a uh, gynecologist position. Oh. Yeah. Found the right guy. It's weird. It's weird. So there's my chair update. Let's get to one of my news. favorite hobbies. Be faking one of your favorite hobbies is when you fake be a gynecologist and you go uh, to the women's clinic. That's a uh, fucking creep. Jason, Jason Siegel and knocked up, knocked up. He, yeah. he drops that line. Yeah. So, so good. So good. I read the news today. Oh, boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A champion pigeon named Armando has been sold for a record 1.25 million euros. Wowzer. Georgia may pass a bill that would require men to report every release of sperm they've ever had to officers. Impossible. An Oregon blockbuster outlasts all the others to become the last blockbuster on earth. Don't care. A stray dog became the first to conquer the Himalayan summit after tagging along with a climbing expedition. Cool. A runaway cow in Indiana crossed the street to the local Chick-fil-A. Ironic. A man was arrested for allegedly putting bleach into food at Safeway stores. Bad guy. A Virginia woman who was handcuffed behind her back committed suicide by shooting herself through her mouth says the police officers who definitely didn't shoot this lady and then make up that story I read the news today, oh boy. where would you like to go jakey jakey jimmy i have good news and i have bad news for you okay what's the good news the good news here like you were telling the people you know you're manufacturing this energy right now and you brought the noise there so i want to thank you that was a good oh, job thanks man Bad news, didn't listen to any of it after Armando the Pigeon. Didn't listen to any of it. Well, A. How do you know I brought the noise then? Your energy. Your energy was there. And I saw you were saying little jokes after. It was nice. It was really nice. Um, A, the website comes from, the story comes from bbc.com. Hello, B episode. B episode. Two. Armando, a.k.a. the Lewis Hamilton of pigeons, sells for a record 1.25 million euros. I saw that, but who's Lewis Hamilton? So he's a Formula One guy. Oh, okay. So that shows you the people we're dealing with here. He doesn't look anything Uh, like a pigeon. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. Oh, wait. But, you know, we've had this conversation before. Pigeons are really doves. They're just a different color, but people consider them dirty and they consider doves pure. Uh, so, well, Jim, I mean, Armando's a racing pigeon. Oh. So that's his why his last three races of his career were the 2018 Ace Pigeon Championship, the 2019 Pigeon Olympiad, 
and the Angulmi, and he won them all. Are you telling me a bunch of people go together and they watch pigeons fly and they're able to be like, that pigeon won? Yes. Why don't the pigeons fly away? Okay, um, well, I'm going to have to Google pigeon race now. You to could see say what that f- about horse race. You could say that about any animal racing. Horses have a jockey on them. You don't think the horse could shake that jockey if he it wanted could, to? It could, but it's in the track. Oh, my God. He's turning five this year. I'll give some people more Armando facts. Um, he's been called the best Belgian long-distance pigeon of all time. Um, Nicholas Gieselbrecht, the CEO of Pippa, short for Pigeon Paradise, um, he's the one who who bought Armando. He said it was an unreal feeling, something out of this world. Um, and basically they're going to breed him like a racehorse. Dude, I'm watching this pigeon doc on YouTube, How the Pros Fly, short right. pigeon racing documentary. I'm two minutes in, right. and they haven't really showed any racing yet. They've just showed an old, a bunch of old men. Right. Like creepily old men, like Missouri Ozark old men, mm. just carrying birds in boxes. I'm now halfway through the documentary, this five-minute documentary, haven't seen a single bird fly. Okay. All right. Now they're opening up all the gates, and it's hundreds of pigeons flying in yep. multiple directions. They're flying everywhere. No one knows how are they tracking which pigeon won. What's happening? It's like a long race. I think it's like hundreds of miles. I think it's like pigeon courier type races. What in the fu- And Armando, do they tag them? How do they know Armando? What's yeah, the pigeon bro, race che- What's the pigeon race cheating game like? Cuz you know there's some cheaters. I don't think there is anything unless you like attach them to a drone, but that seems more dangerous than them just flying. Imagine meeting a guy and him telling you I race pigeons. <sighs> God. That brings me back to my dating days. So how they like start the race is they drive to the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. And they have a truck full of tiny boxes with probably 100 pigeons, and they just open all the doors, and the pigeons fly out. Yeah. And this one pigeon is the best? Yeah, man. He's the goat. Oh, he's... I got I got him, Vaughn. I can't believe this is real. He's the bird. Um. It's incredible. Congratulations on your retirement, Armando. Just gets paid um, to fuck now. Yeah. What is yeah. uh what's pigeon sex look like? Is that more or less interesting than pigeon racing? You know, Jim, I haven't wandered down that road, which would surprise you. I've never seen two birds mate. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you seen like you can know how dogs do it. We've seen frogs. Ooh. Ooh. Turtles is always fun. Yep. How do how do bird how do birds do it? I think a lot of them do it while they're like flying. Like uh refueling a jet midair? I think so. I think that's what that's off of. That's cool. 
That could be so wrong. Let's uh, let's <laughs> I I picked I picked my story. Which one of these do you want, Jim? Well, this one's sad, but oh, it's perfect. just so fucked up. Okay. So they they this the title is Virginia woman who was handcuffed behind her back committed suicide by shooting herself through the mouth. Says the police. Right. So a 19-year-old Virginia woman committed suicide by shooting herself through the mouth despite having her hands handcuffed behind her back. Sarah Wilson was a passenger in a boyfriend's car when they were pulled over by Chesapeake Police in 2018. Officers arrested both Wilson and her boyfriend and handcuffed her with her hands behind her back. The boyfriend allegedly resisted arrest and tried to flee, at which point, point officers left Wilson to deal with him. Wilson then allegedly, so they left the girl alone in the car to go get the boyfriend who was fleeing. And while she was left alone, the police are saying she allegedly took a gun out of the car, contorted her body, and shot herself in the face. How did the cops think that this is what they can tell people happened? I don't know. I hate this story. Um, I do. Uh, they said she contorted herself. So, I mean, maybe she was double jointed, triple jointed. She was a little juiced up, able to get those arms around her legs. And she's instead of freeing herself and running away, she's just going to shoot herself in the face. I think she was pretty drugged up. They said there was some a bunch of oxycodone, syringe, other drug paraphernalia. Codone. Um he, the guy swallowed a golf ball-sized bag of an unknown substance. So, I mean, I, I don't want to paint these. I, I, I don't want to just throw it at the blue because you're right. The, when you do the math of being handcuffed behind your back and shooting yourself in the face, it's, uh, it's a real balancing act. But yeah. I don't know, man. If she was a skinny girl with long arms, you get, you get the hands, like, under your butt, and then you... You kind of do the Ocean's Eleven. The uh, they they put the little guy in the cage. We love that little guy. So, I don't know. I see what you're saying. I don't know if it was the jump from Armando, but I respect the hell out of it. All I'm saying is that something smells fishy, and I don't know what. But I got a hunch it's your lady. All right. Uh, runaway cow uh, in Indiana crossed the street to run to the local Chick-fil-A Classic. where he knew he'd be safe, Jake. Classic. Because they don't, they don't serve beef there. Just the chicken. You get it? I feel like, and I'm sorry to all of our listeners from Noblesville, Indiana. I feel like they just rinse and repeat this article and have it on auto post every 12 months. <laughs> Just so the people are like, yes, that's hilarious. Uh, there's a video of it. It like ran across the highway where there's so there just happened to be a Chick-fil-A. So I'm sorry to upset you. It didn't actually run to Chick-fil-A as a safe haven because Chick-fil-A only serves chicken and not beef, Jake. Right. I mean, um, yeah, no, this the cow did this in 2014 and they just post it every March 18th. I've got some interesting here on the town of Noblesville, Indiana. Okay. The border is the most fucked up border I've ever seen. Interested. Are you? Okay. Then I'm going to share my screen real quick to get your reaction. 
because I mean I've got a computer. No, no, it's a long ass link to do it. Here, look. It looks like a Finger Lake. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, there's a story to be told there. I don't know what the story is. Who do, who, um, this is they're, bad. They're dancing around a lot of different bodies of water. Um, I mean, yeah, th- this this looks like a Parks and Rec Look opening of an e- opening well, of an episode. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, so if anyone wants to go see a ridiculous town border, go to Google Maps and type in Noblesville. 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 That was dumb. A uh, Georgia Georgia's may pass a bill that would require men to report every release of sperm they've ever had to officers. I'm I not mean, sure this is possible. I mean, yes. I, I've been pushing for this for years. You just want to know things about people? I, I mean, I'd love to know when my buddies are getting their jollies off. Yeah. You want me to start texting you? Like, like when we were roommates in college? Yeah. Okay. I remember in college that was such a popular system. Uh, mm. uh, you know, like, hey, I'm in. We had it was uh, in the room, whatever. And I was sure. hanging out with this girl, and I got a text and it, from Taylor, and it just said the letter J. Yeah. And I was like, I just laughed. I was in I was yeah. in class. It didn't matter. And uh, the girl was like, "What's that mean?" Because she saw it on my phone, like just the letter J. Sure. And I was like, well, "That means he's jerking off." <laughs> it's an she FYI. Was like, she was like, "What?" It's like, well, that's what that means. We share a room. Gotta let, me, gotta let me know. For <laughs> your information, uh, a stray dog became the first to conquer the Himalayan summit after tagging along with the climbing expedition. Are dogs better at climbing mountains? The stray dog was just like, I'll come along. No, 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 Jimmy. <laughs> he was the first dog. Humans yeah. have done this. I know humans have done it, but dogs probably haven't been invited. This was just a stray dog that was like, what up? I'm going to join you. I didn't train for this. I don't got any snow gear, but I'm going to do this too. You don't wait. Time out. You don't think a dog has been to the top of the Himalayan mountains? Like is stray dogs? You yes. ever seen Homeward Bound? Have have you ever seen a Nat Geo documentary? Have you ever seen the top of a mountain and see like what animals can actually survive up there? I think a lot of dogs have climbed. This is a the lot top of, of the Himalayas. Humans like die doing this. Yeah, I think a lot dogs of dogs don't live up there, bro. From the history of time, I think dogs have been everywhere humans Correct. have. Besides space. Okay. Yeah, bottom of the ocean. Oh, uh, yeah, you put enough rocks Making in its a belly. real ass of yourself. Um, I'm very happy for Mara, M-E-R-A. Um, and Jim, I'm actually biased. I think... Um, he or she, she is the only dog in the world that could do this. Boom. Oh, okay. She's used to the altitude. She survives on her own. And she decided, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make a name for myself. I'm excited for the movie to come out in three years, and I'll completely ignore it on Netflix. Nice. How about this blockbuster in Oregon that's still open? 
I think I think here <laughs> I think this blockbuster story is what I said with the the cow that's going to Chick-fil-A. I think we've done this before. Well, they've been dying and dying and dying, but I think this is now officially the only one left. Yeah, oh, get the fuck out of here, Ben Dorgan. The computer system must be rebooted using floppy disks that only the general manager, a solid member of Gen X, knows how to use. The dot matrix printer broke, so employees write out membership cards by hand, and the store's business transactions are backed up on a reel-to-reel tape that can't be replaced because Radio Shack went out of business. Get the fuck... If you go to this Blockbuster, you're a weirdo, and if you work at it, you're a weirdo. Jim, it's literally... It's a tourist attraction. They sell shirts. They sell, they sell cups and bumper stickers. It's known as the last Blockbuster. So that okay. part makes me respect it. It's yeah. kind of like the, the spam yeah. factory, which Patton Oswalt has a good a good stand up on that. He <laughs> no he one goes about, to the spam. He wants to go to the spam factory unironically. Yes, he wants to be the first person that just wears khakis and a tucked in shirt and enjoys the spam factory. And that's the same thing with this blockbuster. Be be the first not hipster d bag to visit this final blockbuster oh they have some customers they have some old customers like an old lady old man that are just renting movies i mean there's a couple classics for sure i know i dude when i used to travel out for work i would go to towns and like one of the main things would still be the video rental place and i'd be like what are we doing here people there's there's a uh, ow ow some just hurt me there's a couple old couples the fuck was that there's a couple of old couples jake that have no idea Blockbuster isn't a mass chain anymore. Because yes. they go to their Blockbuster once a month in Bend, Oregon, and they just, that's status quo. They don't under, they, why would they know any other Blockbuster went out of business? They don't use the internet. If you're still renting movies at Blockbuster, you're not using the internet. So these people are going to Bend, Oregon, to this Blockbuster, and they think it's still a national chain. Yeah. And it's not like the people at Blockbuster are going to be like, actually, you know, we're a dying business and there's much better ways to do this. No, there's there's three to five old people that are essentially part of the museum at this point. They're living people at the museum. Yeah, the the people come for the ironicness and they're like, I think that's a real customer. Yeah, they're looking at shirts and stuff and the people at the door are like, yo, everyone, this is going to be a real treat. You guys are going to love this. Mary Beth. She's 94. She still comes in every Saturday and she rents out the same movie. Watch this. <laughs> oh, what a creepy, creepy thing. All right. Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Better the day, better the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistakey. Bet the Warriors and they losty. It's official. The Warriors lost. I can't win a bet to save my life. Jake's choosing yeah. all these bad bets. I think he's the toilet Nostradamus, the toilet face god, toilet face killer. Nothing. Zilch, your hot streak was three games long. 
And now you're as cold as ice, baby. I thought I was... I I need to shake you, man. I need to convince you. I need to find a pick that you like, because you like this Golden State pick. I should have known from there, but I thought you were ready to thaw out. I knew we were losing the Golden State as soon as we ended the show. What's your... What are you at recently? Like, what's your past two weeks? Dude, it's bad. It's like... It's incredibly bad. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, so let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen losses and two wins. I'm two and fourteen in my last sixteen. If people were naturally fading you, they'd be fourteen and two in collecting money. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of need you to not agree with me. I no, I'm not gonna play games. It's, well, it's killing my game. You are you are the factor. You think I'm you think I'm killing your bets? That's not true, Jake. Because out of those fourteen, one, two, three, four, five of them, I disagreed and lost. You won five over this time period. Yeah, I believe me, I know because you disagreed with me. That's the goal. That's the new goal. Um, you actually won okay. six when I agreed with you. Okay. What can I what can I throw you off the scent with? My only two wins in the last two weeks have been in agreement. Well, thanks, Jim. Um <laughs> uh, you know what? That one smells too fishy, and with everything going on, I can't risk that. Um you, you've got me you got me freaked out, Jim. I'm not even freaked out. I'm just a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? Oh, oh thank God. We're going to get hot. I'm going to get hot at least. I hope you're with me. Okay, here we go. Jimmy, you know what we have tomorrow? Baseball. Close. Well, yeah, but it's the, the playing games. Oh, okay. So the one I'm looking at, Temple versus Belmont. That's Temple voices Belmont. Oh, I know. I've been eyeing this game. You've been eyeing this game. Yeah, I've been eyeing this game. Me and I got it on my calendar. The Owls versus the Bruins, I've been eyeing it. You've been eyeing this game. I've been eyeing this game, Jake. I'm not going to tell you which way I lean. Naturally, tell the people to spread first. So Belmont is favored by three. Uh, they're coming off a loss to Murray State in uh, the conference championship game. Uh, they have a pretty nice record. They're what, 20, 26 and five? Yep. 26 and five. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, they, bit, they beat Lipscomb twice this year, Jim. They beat UCLA at UCLA. Um, they lost a close-ish game to Purdue. Um, but, Jim, you know my weakness. Mm-hmm. I'm an American Conference man. Both these teams lost in their final. Not the final. Temple didn't get to the final. But the final score was 80-74, to 74, not in Temple's favor. Right, their final game they played, they both lost. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, better, better save for you than you had. 
Jim, I'm going Temple. Temple, I I respect the AAC. They've What's got, the spread? They've got Shiz Alston Jr. on their team, averaging 20 a night. He put up a 30-burger on UConn. Uh, the sp- Belmont is favored by three. Oh, okay. Which I, I think is just rude um, to Temple. And maybe, maybe Belmont's got more than I think, but I think Temple's the play here. Okay. I'm going to do some a real quick thing. Okay. Just to see. I'm going to Google. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, it's uh, as simple as this. Jakey, Jakey, about to make a big yes. mistakey. Of I'm course, back, Be- baby. Belmont's going to win. I'm back. Temples have never won anything. A lot of just pacifists or people come and beat them up. So... It's all uh, Belmont. Now all I'm day. worried. Now you're getting back to your train of thought betting-wise, and I actually like that. What's that? That temple reasoning you just gave. Yeah, that's that's reasoning. That's how it works. Uh, if you just passed your cold streak to me. <laughs> you're not. Because not... that's what it sounded like. That's, your thought process right there is how you get hot for the tournament. <laughs> well, uh, I also, Belmont is a cool name. The horse racing Belmont and all that. That's a cool name, right? Yeah. Belmont. And uh, for, the, for those of y'all still listening, Belmont, Nashville, shout out, Accent, Liberal Arts College. Uh, for those of y'all still listening, big music school at Belmont, Jim. Pro- you've probably got some musicians you like that have come out of Belmont. Probably. Um, if uh, if you're still tuning in, tell us Jimmy. Jimmy and I will do a little extra extra special bracket day, either Wednesday, the Wednesday episode, or the Thursday episode. So let let us know. Dude, um, do you know that your record sucks now? Aren't I like five hundred? No, you're twenty two and twenty five. What? Yeah, I mean, you're coming off three losses in a row. What happened to that three game win streak? Wait, that, no, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong, Jake. Don't even worry about it. Jeez, man. That's how cold you are. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're 23 and 24. So that was today's the one that got me under. You did yeah. it. You did it. You suck. You did it. You suck. Hey, hey, Story Alley. You suck. It's tough. Jimmy. Does that remind you of childhood? Oh my god. A, I'm mad at you right now. But B, it's because you should be happy with me right now. Okay. I typed in famous musicians Belmont. Mm-hmm. We've got some that you'll know but won't care about. Brad Paisley, Leanne Womack. I like th- I like them. Not really. Josh no. Turner, Jim. Who's that? I thought he was like your favorite. Frank Turner. I like Frank Turner. Okay, well, they're related. Get over it. Frank Turner's from Britain. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who Josh Turner is. Anyone else on the list? That's good. I don't know. Trisha Yearwood's up there. Chris Young. I'm. I don't. I don't recognize a lot of these names. A lot of country music. Country. Nash Vegas, baby. I'm 19 and 27. That's not good. It's really bad. If well, you fade Jimmy, you can make some serious money, people. That's true. Well, dude, don't be rude about it. No, we're trying to help the people out. That's being as nice as I can be. Giving yeah. people money? Whoa! Whoa! All right, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you Thursday. 
tomorrow with another episode of Demo Diggerdale. See ya. <laughs>